Okay, we're back here. Week three, episode seven of the After Five podcast. I have Justin Rhinus here with us, aka Stag Stalker, and um, his friend Sam. We also have Jonathan here, of course. We're here to talk about uh, anything and everything. Yeah, I guess it's one of those days. I guess life as a professional golfer and hunter and the life of Justin. Yeah. He sent us a pretty cool video that we put up on the Instagram. Yeah, not bad. I mean, it's about impossible to do, and I hit it once, so I was happy. You yeah, people the, were talking shit, though. You did that <laughs> on your first try? No, it was the third try. Yeah, that's what I wanted to and, clarify. And what happened was, here's the deal. You you have to try it. I put a uh, target behind there. Now, obviously, I filmed by myself, so no cameraman. So I had the camera on the tripod, and the first bottle I hit, and I said, oh, shoot, this is going to be hard. So I kept aiming high. To then lay it down so I could hit the cap. Mm. The next one I just missed. And I'm like, all right, I'll just hit that spot every time. And as you got into bow hunting yesterday, you have a pin. Mm. And you just put the pin on it every time. Well, the second time I hit it. And when I shot, you can't see my reaction because it's too far away. But it was just dumb like, oh, my gosh, I just did it. And then, and then I <laughs> before it hit yeah, the before yeah, it hit the bottle cap. Well, I just saw the arrow hit it, and I'm like, oh my gosh! And then I'm like, oh, edit, edit, quick, quick! And I sent it to my buddies, and they're like, there's just no way. Yeah, it, Cameron for, Haynes for those, reposted for those Levi that, Morgan. Yeah, for those that don't know what we're talking about, he posts a video where he shoots a bottle cap off an arrow on what 50 feet? No, nah, yeah, that was 22 yards. 22 yards, and the water and, and the bottle, the bottle of water stayed there, and the cap went off. And uh, just, yeah, it was the cap challenge that everybody yeah. was like flicking caps off with basketballs and dumb yeah. shit like yeah, that. Yeah, so 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 Justin, I've known for a while, right? He, yeah, long uh, time, long time. Uh, pretty much ever since he moved up and I moved up, it was quite quite around around the same time, right? Ten years yeah. ago or whatever. Yeah, 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 eight, yeah, eight, nine years ago. And you know, this this kid comes to Commonwealth, and I'm playing there. Don't really have anyone to play with. Just playing around but you're a member of the club i remember a club and i and i uh and i grabbed justin i'm like hey let's go play and the kid knocks my socks off and kicks my ass yeah it wasn't even close it wasn't and even john, fucking john close. Was, and i played john, good yeah yeah john, i think i was like one under yeah and i was five down through nine and i was like what the what the fuck was going on here yeah who did they just bring in into the club <laughs> he's like john billy badass you know, like he just walk around, hit it good, whatever. Yeah, I played, I made, go- I played golf in college. Yeah, you know? ex- that's exactly what I hear all the time. Well, yeah, I just did this, did that. All right, cool. So we went out and played, and Fucking we actually played. Schooled me. We played from the back tees, I think. Yeah. Because no one plays from the back tees, so I'm like, yes, someone yes. plays yeah. far with me. So, and I just lit it up. So it's cool. And then I spent the next ten years trying to convince him to play. No, not ten years, few what, years. I guess what we, I guess what we figured out is he's a really good teacher of golf. Yeah, and I just don't like playing golf. Yeah. So I used to play, but not anymore. There's the cap challenge right there. Sexy. Yeah, it sniped it right off Sniper. there. Somebody on Instagram was like, "I wonder how many attempts he made." Yeah. And I was like, "You shut your mouth." Well, dude, it's I'll tell you this: point. you could do, you could try a thousand. I don't care. Good try. Good luck trying to do yeah, that. Yeah, for you sure. I mean, it just yeah, doesn't we, matter. When you do something skilled like that, it doesn't yeah, matter how exactly. how many times it takes. I did it with a with a golf ball too. On my Instagram, I'll give you that video. I hit the a golf ball off off the cap, and the cap. Went yeah, if out. you haven't, if you don't know Justin, you want to get to know Justin. He probably has one of the strongest Instagram games out there, and YouTube, it's because cool. he records from six a.m. till ten p.m. every day. <laughs> golf I lesson, stop. golf lesson, golf lesson. Yeah, lift a bajillion pounds on workout, and then yeah. back to golf lessons. Yeah, exactly. Right? Or hunt and or try hunting. to get an animal and get, try to get some meat. So, I got, I got. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to to chase what I love to do, and I love to. To film, hunt, golf, produce. When did you start hunting? 
Oh, back, I mean, shoot, probably when I was young with my dad. But, I mean, my big thing now is filming and chasing it hard, like Africa, Canada, Arizona. I was just there a couple months ago. Where else have I been? Shoot. Uh, Wyoming, that was a sick film I did out there chasing antelope. Um, but, you know, anything with a bow uh, by myself. So that's how I got kind of got in it. When you said chasing am- antelope, I just pictured like him in the him in the forerunner and him seeing like some antelope and <laughs> him just go. bailing out, yeah, yeah. like not even putting it in park, just <laughs> hopping out on the run, like barefoot. Like yeah, it's funny those an- like it's those animals out there. If you have someone driving, you could literally hop out as the car's moving, and they don't even know that you're there. I mean, a lot of times, when, as soon as you stop, as soon as you stop the car, they're on low, high alert. But if you can just, just sneak out, I just picture him like James Bonding out yeah. of the trunk. Like he's yeah. like, they didn't see me. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> that is true, though. I did do that. It's, it's three p.m. Three, three mile an hour winds from the south. Um, behind enemy. What lines. do you think the hardest animal to uh, stalk down and hunt is that, you, a, that with, you've done that you've with done. a bow? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what? Any African animal is impossible. They're skittish as shit. Well, they're skittish. They get hunted every day by leopards and hyenas and all that shit. And then you got the wind and, and the smell. It's just so brutal over there. Because yeah. as soon as you get downwind of an animal and then you try to stalk it, it's not, like, wide open. You got to get in, like, tough, like, kind of, like, close quarters. And as soon as they smell you, you're done. I mean, I don't care what you do, how good of a hunter you are. That's why I love, like, watching those guys go out west. Uh, in elk and yeah. and even rams and and goats because it's just so hard to get so close because they're also because fairly skittish oh right oh my gosh these animals are so I mean other than they're alert very alert and if if there's something wrong with their you know atmosphere they're gone like quick so you know it's kind of funny we're like oh you just shoot an animal it's no big deal and I'm like it's I mean a rifle versus a bow is very different in hunting world yeah I mean I would say that you know you take the hunters out there. Or you take a non-hunter, you could teach them how to. If a non-hunter that can shoot, you could yeah. you can make him a hunter in a couple months. Yeah, exactly. You take a you take a a person who knows how to shoot a bow and try to make try, him a hunter. It could take years. Yeah, no, it's so so hard, so different. And honestly, I'm I've been fortunate enough that most of my animals are within thirty yards, so I got pretty good kills and animals like that. But man, you shoot something at 47, 54, 60. Now that that that. I mean, it goes from lethal kill to like, oh man, I hope I hit the hit the heart. I'm so. pretty excited. What, <clears throat> Justin? He spent some time in my house. He was going going in between places, in between leases. Yeah, you said it, you said it in such a way like Justin spent some time in my house. Like he was serving, <laughs> like he was serving <laughs> time. Yeah, he was just, serving time. Just, it was like Justin's time. Time. It, it, Justin's with, hard. With, he served some time in three, my house. Three kids, three dogs. <laughs> it, it was just shit show. Was, so <laughs> the the you know Justin's like, hey man. You know, my lease doesn't start until like July, and it was like May, or I think it was like June or whatever. He's like, "Hey, man, can I come stay with you for a couple of weeks?" I was like, "Yeah, man, that's cool, no problem." Like, you're you know, an awesome diet. And I was like, "Look, there's a, there's a, there's a door to the basement. You can just walk in and out from the basement as much as you want." Day two, he's just sitting in the living room hanging out through the front door. I was like, "All right, this is cool. Like, you know, we can we can live with this." And my wife's like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And then she she you know she understood who he was, and you know it was well, a, it was I, a fun I, the time. Ethan and all the kids I, were having a blast. And the day dogs. three, he's showing the kids hunting videos of like slicing up yeah. animals on on YouTube <laughs> and stuff. And the kids are like got popcorn out, and they're like yeah. engaged. They loved it. Yeah, they did love it. That but I'll never funny. forget when I came. You know, Justin came, and I drove up, and there's just like case of blue moon shattered on the ground 
It's like, yo, Justin, you gonna clean that up? He's like, yeah, I'll get it later. No big deal. What's that? Blue no moon. big deal. Uh, what, Tito's, you, no, you got. I think you got me Blue Moon because you oh, asked me yeah, what I wanted. Yeah, 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 drops, got, yeah. drops it. Oh, that's it. right, right in the garage. Shatters oh, it. That was a disaster. Shatters it in the that driveway. Like, and then Ethan's just like, oh, Dad's gonna be mad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just tell him I did it. It's all right. No big deal. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we had we had a lot of fun times there. Yeah, we had a, it was a few weeks. That was I definitely much appreciated. I mean, obviously, I've traveled around the country, did a lot of cool stuff, yeah. and you know, going forward, even with my life, if I don't have the, the people to help me out, I mean, it's really yeah. tough, man. Yeah. It's really tough. But but the one big positive that came out of that is now that we're entering what could be the economic doom of society, yeah. I have a freezer full of elk meat from yeah. Justin. I'm pretty <laughs> excited about that. About to rip <laughs> yeah. that stuff open. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm gonna talk about when I first met Justin. Okay, it's actually it's actually pretty critical in involved in like the branding that I came up with for this business. So Justin came around. You came around like one of the first few days that we were even in this space. Yeah, we were yeah. excited to show him the office. We're like, yo, man, come on by. Yeah, he might have yeah. been like our first guest, yep. welcomed guest. Yeah, well, welcome. Yeah, you know, you always have those people dropping in because when you're cool, it's just what happens. Yeah, <laughs> like the hangout spot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. It's not, it's facts, people. Let's get over it. So we roll, like, Jonathan, I mean, we were working late after five, of course, and you, know, you rolled in and you were really excited about some like, news that you had. And we were just all amped up. And then we started getting into like, and I had never met you before. And you're like, well, yeah, I'm pretty much awesome. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know what? That's a funny thing because I'm awesome. <laughs> we hang out together. Yeah. So, you know, maybe 15 minutes later, we were nuts deep in archery videos. Yeah. I had been wanting to get into bow hunting for, you know, a long enough time and just never did it like like most things in life. And in preparation for today, yesterday, I quick ran out and bought a bow just so I could be as cool as Justin is. And we're going to shoot it later. Yeah, we're going to shoot it. We might shoot it inside here. No, no, not Mike. We will. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing against it. Oh, yeah. I came prepared with arrows and a target yeah, today sweet. just to make sure. No, I mean, lawless territory here. We're yeah, fine. It's fine. Whatever yeah, we want to do. Yeah. It's new new world order, new rules. We're shooting yeah. in the parking lot. Yeah. After five, though. So the name the name came up because we um, then got a, a letter to the next day from the landlord being like, hey, you guys need to shut the hell up. <laughs> If somebody complains, you guys haven't been here a week. It didn't, I'm paraphrasing what was said, but that's pretty much what was said. And the night it happened was when you visited. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, so we it. had to, we had to, we decided we were going to start this brand um, for, for all the things yeah. we do after five. Yep. And it started with a noise complaint. Nice. I think, I think life starts after five and before nine. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, you, you get a lot done. So, yeah, full disclosure though, it's four thirty right now, but yeah. we're breaking the rules because we're this is a special episode, it, the Survivors a, edition, yeah, yeah. Exactly. of the podcast. Nobody's working, everybody's right. kind of on heightened alert. Yeah, quarantine, um, we're quarantined. Yeah, we're quarantined. Then there's us. We're right? trying to we're trying to bring the entertainment. We need to, to. the survivors. Yeah. The people out there need to hear us. Yeah, yep. they need to laugh. It's a serious time. We can all get through it with some laughter. Just stay home. Watch your Netflix and listen to us. Well, That's I mean, it. I don't know if we're going to get through it with just laughter. Having a bow doesn't doesn't hurt. Helps yeah. the food situation for sure. Seriously. Justin, do you think you'll like start teaching and stuff online, like little online seminars? Whoa, uh, whoa, 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 whoa! I've, anytime he has available for teaching archery. No, I'm not my, I'm talking about my golf. Good. I'm talking about his true profession where he makes his money, well, where, yeah. he's, oh, okay. where he's really good, where where the where he doesn't exactly get the credit where credits due. I mean, I've seen him take golfers that suck, like suck, 
plus 120s and change him into like guys that are shooting in 70, you know, high 70s, low 80s consistently. He's taking junior golfers and he teaches them some, some sort of closed face Dustin Johnson bullshit. And like you got little kids like hitting it farther than these like 40 year olds on the golf club. And they're like, what the fuck is going on here? That's Justin. true. It's just it's all true. Yeah, it's no, all true. I, mean, I, I, start, I started go, uh, teaching because you know I wanted to get people better at golf and enjoying it more. Now I look at what I'm doing just from a standpoint of obviously highly uh, affluent people that make a ton of money, but they got nothing to do in their lives. <laughs> so yeah. let's go play golf. Yeah, and then they join the club and have a good time, and then we go that route. So and then you you, kids, you so. give the wealthy hope. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, let's let's be real. I mean, they make millions of dollars and they can't hit a white golf ball off the ground. They suck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they just do, you know. And yeah. When I when I go up to them and I'm like, man, you must have you must have did really good at whatever job you did today, but you can't literally hit that ball that way. So no, he's like, he's fundamentally changed. I would say, I don't know what the numbers are, but I can see at least twenty actual golfers that have because. When you're a student, you got to put in the time. Like a lot of them, just take a lesson and look. My swing's not fixing. Like you know, and then a lot of teachers just take advantage of that. But Justin actually goes through like a rebuilding process with their swing. And, yeah, uh, and then obviously just check up on it, make sure it's yeah. doing the way it's doing. But like right now, I mean, I have so many clients that have in indoor out. Uh, yeah, because the golf club is current. The golf club's currently closed. Yeah, yeah that shut one, it down. The one kid you post on that that looks like he's smacking in a Toll Brothers basement. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that real young guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's out there every night at nine yeah. p.m. If yeah, that yeah. isn't that lefty, if, that lefty, if that isn't after five life, yeah, I yeah. don't know what is. He's doing concierge calls. To How old houses. is he? He's eight. Just turned eight. Some of those kids, but smack he's, it, man. he is definitely not American though. Yeah, well, I mean, I wasn't going to go there, but he's, yeah, he's I, definitely yeah. he's 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 Asian. Yeah, he's and good that's at golf. Fine. Listen, I got Asian. I got I have uh, my girl Ellison who's twelve, ranked in the country. She's plays against those type of players, the I mean, Asians. Yeah, and it, when you go down the leaderboard, it's like all—it's not—it's the real deal. I mean, their names are obviously somatic with that culture. How, how come it's mostly in uh, women's golf? Because men's golf, well, there no, are it's, a it's, few. Well, the reason, okay. yeah, what's the reason? Tell no, me. No, the reason why is the strength. Okay, it's what it is. They just Asian women have more strength. No, 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 no. men oh. in Amer in America versus anywhere in the in the, in the world, really. We look at Brooks Kepka. You think a Brooks Kepka is coming out of Asia? I mean, <laughs> let's be real. It could be the height and the leverage issue. It could be. I, I mean, like, there's not many short golfers on the like tour. Like Gary anymore. Woodland. You think he's coming out of Asia? No, Buddy, no, he, there's he, no chance. All these he people came out are, of mid Europe. Yeah, and they're and they're highly level athletes, and then they get into golf. It's exactly yeah. what happens. Yeah. Yep. And they have the they have the um, connections over here to be at a private place, go to a big college, yeah. and do it and do it that way. Yeah. But the women are the opposite. That's why. That's why what, they. So why do you think? Why do you think there's more women, women, Asian golfers? Than, well, because there's no money in women's golf, right? Right. So you literally can go on Instagram page, sporadic, check her out. She makes more money on an Instagram post than she ever. Oh, made she's shooting she's terrible at golf. She's I mean, horrible. She, at golf. She can't play eighty. Yeah. But like she makes a golf swing, and everyone just thinks she's the greatest thing in the world. So that's why women in America go to Instagram because they know they're not going to make any money on the tour. Yeah. But in Asia. They know they can make a lot of money because that's what it's they big do over there. there. Yeah, it's yeah. huge, huge. That's what it is. Just different cultures. Yeah, so it's it's amazing to see how many people actually have full size simulators in their house. Yeah, and they spend not not a couple hundred bucks either. They're yeah. thousands of dollars. Thousands of dollars. Thousands. Tens of thousands of dollars yep. for good ones. Yeah, exactly. That's an interesting business. I didn't even think you know it evolved to that, but here we are. Well, especially that. in the Northeast, right? I mean, that's why I don't go down south to teach. 
right? Yeah. You can't, I mean, you everyone don't goes to. down south. You don't, you don't need, need to. to. You know, and then and then if if I leave, I don't see them for months. And they and they get sucky. Again. They're terrible. It's amazing how much bad habits will reintroduce itself back into the golf swing after you know if you don't practice. Well, what it's you just do. like bow hunting. I mean, you'll find it. You'll be so, ham- yeah. hammering out, hammering out, hammering out, and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa what what happened there today? Like the next day you can't hit the target. Do you know what, what happens, it is? Man. Do you know what my theory is? I don't is? think that'll happen to me. Okay. No, do you know what my theory he's, is? He's that good. By the way, he's pulling 40 pounds. Just let's put that out there right now. First off, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Today he's going to be shooting 55 by the end of it. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, and I'm glad Like I'm glad that you're here to do me do me right like that. He's into, yeah. Let's be clear. I shot four arrows right, right yesterday, and I'm pretty hey, sure AJ just handed me the keys to the shop. Nice. Like he was just like, wow, I've never oh, seen anything done. so excellent. <laughs> he took, he's a good dude, though. He took my son up shooting up there. Yeah, Ethan. Mm. My Ethan, man. Ethan. man. Ethan wants to go back every day. He sees yeah, the hat. He loves because that. Because it's AJ's like Bob's archery hat. Or I tell you what, though. You got a really solid bow yeah, for longevity. Yeah, I, I, I spoke to them for a good good, um, good while. I mean, we'll give them a plug. They're nice guys. I'll give them from some free advertising. Yeah. Not that anybody listens anyway. <laughs> um, it, what's it called? Bob and AJ's Archery, Archery World. Archery World up in uh, Pipersville, Pennsylvania. It's a small shop. You pull in um, to the driveway. You don't see anything but the driveway. You're yeah. pretty sh- pretty sure you're pulling up to Ted Bundy's house. You text your buddy Justin to make sure you're at the right house. <laughs> when, and when then he, you when like, he texted me that, I knew he was there. Yeah, right? yeah, and yeah. then I like, all right, and I think I'm safe. There's a bunch of like animal, like yeah. animal targets set up. Targets. Like I'm like walking down the driveway, like I could get sniped with the rat. Are, are these? I'm walking up to an archer's house. I'm toast. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. They, AJ, they took AJ's cr- a legit competitive they, shooter. They yeah. took great care of me. Yeah, they have they have very high end stuff there. Not a lot of crap. Not stuff like you see at Dick's Sporting Goods. No, it's not that. Well, no. yeah. Let's talk about Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah. After I went to, you know, Bob and AJ's, I was like, you know what? I'm buying all kinds of stuff today. Let's go to Dick's. Yeah. Dick's was the only store over by like the Home Depot and everything that was closed. And those dumbasses have like one row of carts as like a barricade at the door. <laughs> and I'm like, as, as if, as, as if, if one row of carts, like you, somebody's like, it. you know what? Before we leave, make sure procedure 31 says we pull the carts together and we block the entrance. <laughs> it's like, are you, are you, st- I don't even. I don't have a word to insult somebody that dumb. They probably said barricade the doors. You know, they they shuttered the doors. They could be closed for a month. Yeah, I don't know. I wanted right? a. I wanted a machete. Yeah, because you know when you're like packing for vacation and you're like, damn, I forgot. I, for, I forgot that one thing. Machete. Well, like packing for the apocalypse. Like the one thing I was like looking to get last minute. Last minute pre- preparations. I want a machete. They just closed the alcohol stores. There's a not that anything's going to yeah. happen. I just yeah. want to look at a machete for thirty days if we get locked down. Just swing. Well, at we, we could we could talk about my Alaska trip that's booked in August. So uh, yeah, what are you going to do up. about that? I don't know. You just have to get there. I, I know. I got to figure it out. We'll, what we'll what see if what we did a video series journey of you walking across the United States to Alaska? Get, get Alaska. Well, you could do I would it, go. Dude. To Alaska or walk if across he, the country? Dude, if he walked to Alaska, I'd walk with him. Oh man, that'd be a, that'd be a hell of a journey, dude. I mean, say say they shut down the country, I'm just walking. I mean, I can kill stuff on the way there. I thought about this. Check this out. So it's February or March, yeah, something middle of March. No seasons are open other than turkey season down in Florida for juniors or youth hunters. Right, right, because it's Florida. Right. So so there's no meat in the grocery stores. Right. Just say, I mean, we have meat in the freezer, but just say we don't have meat. Right, and it's shut down. Is it okay for me to go shoot a deer right it, now it, illegally? It, let me tell to you get this. Get meat. 
if there's no meat in the freezer, yeah, you want to I this. believe that there's going to be no one to enforce that law. <laughs> so go ahead. <laughs> you are perfectly safe, dude. I'm, yeah. It, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm swinging for team. Uh, if you don't get caught, like, it's, it's every man for himself at that yeah, point. At that yeah. point, like, don't, obviously, you'll be like, let don't me get that ticket. laws until yeah. things like that happen. But yeah. when it gets to that point, if it gets, which I don't think it will, I think the government will sort this stuff out. I, no, you don't. don't. No, I think they do. Uh, I'm just being positive, but so you know, stock market co- goes down a couple more days like this. People are gonna start losing their jobs. Boeing's gonna get bought by a competitor. Like you know, crazy stuff's gonna happen. And uh, yeah, if you run out of meat in the grocery store, bread, eggs, we're out of toilet paper. I mean, toilet paper's a thing. Can right? I? Can I get a sidebar? Yeah, go ahead. I wanna. I wanna get some traction on something. The coronavirus, I'm sick and tired of hearing about it. Yep. I want to rename the coronavirus. Well, it's, it's yeah, okay, go ahead. Let's, let's hear it. The Big Rona. I've seen a lot of people use the Rona. The Big Rona. No, it's Big Rona. Rona. It's not called the Corona virus. It's called the Rona virus. Corona. It's not as cool. It ravaged Italy. That thing changed its name up. It's now Italian. Because <laughs> legitimately it's a coronavirus But that's you know what that gives Mexicans a bad rap <laughs> You know what Think about how much history gets forgotten Just from like the last 200 years kids are already Well they're like, calling not, it the China virus and people got upset So you know what I'm saying coronavirus. Someone I heard on another podcast the other day Shout out from the From Earth podcast um, They were talking about how like the A doctor inferred that like some, the, the patient should well, Did you eat any Chinese food recently <laughs> And then, and, yo, and, my, and this here. guy was just like, yeah, it happened on this podcast. It, Richie's friends. And oh this guy, a guy was like, that's not how it works. And she was just like looking at him. And I'm like, I'm from their conversation. I was like, I'm pretty sure this bitch was serious. A, a doctor? Asked yeah, that. a doctor. If so, the doctors are asking that, we're in trouble. Yeah, it says the big Rony. Sam, you work in a you work in some sort of uh, medical institution. Do you find that some doctors are just not informed? No, I don't find that at all. I so who's this doctor we're talking about? This is probably one of those doctors that's like not really a doctor, but they pretend to be a, a naturalist doctor. That's probably what happened. I can't imagine a medical doctor asking that. I mean, the only thing that I could think of is if they were actually in China. <laughs> yeah, have like, you eaten any you Chinese, eat food Chinese food in <laughs> China? <laughs> Exotic food. Did you like, bring the woohoo flu like, back? The woohoo flu. <laughs> Dude, that sticks. The woo flu, big Ronies out, big the woo woo, <laughs> the woo woo <laughs> No, yeah, it's funny. We're all sitting here laughing, but yeah. Uh, what else is there, dude? We well, have to laugh. Yeah. I mean, you have to. It's it's gonna be just fine. You can do a lot of home teaching, Justin. Yeah, you well, better you know set that funny? up. It's funny. I, I was with you. So, oh, you know, I was just saying, like, you know, you, you know, you, you're part of the golf club or whatever, and. You know, you get the temporary pay or whatever they're gonna do, but like your business will go from a hundred like a hundred percent because you let let's face it, if any instructor in the history of the world can max out their schedule, you've done it. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and you, you and, and an now amount of stuff, an amazing amount of stuff. Just give them a follow again, Stag Stalker. I thought there. I was busy. Um, <laughs> but you packed it in there and you made so much money for that golf club. Yeah. Do you think they'll take care of you during this ta- little time of downturn since they t- closed the club? Well, I mean, I, I got, uh, they actually took me off the books uh, two months ago. So no salary, no benefits after oh. eight, oh no, seven years there. So, and that's what happens a lot of times in the golf world. 
club wise is they see a teacher, whatever their thoughts are, they don't think it's that important. So they know that we get paid by our, our students and then they just go, you know, they're not, they're, we're not beneficial to the clubs, right? So let's take them off the budget. So no salary, no benefits. They must be struggling if they did that. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know from that world, but, you know, for me, my goal every day is to get people better at golf and have more fun. So, but I'll tell you this. But you could do that. I mean, you could technically do that on any platform because you're just like when we build what we build products, the number one focus, Yeah. your number one focus is product. I've listened to you hundreds of times talking about the bureaucratic red tape of all the crap in the golf industry where like even instructors are like taking your stick or taking your students and then taking the credit for it yeah you know what fuck them yeah honestly like you put in so much effort and you do so much that you all you do is focus on the product yeah you may (laughs) you are definitely not the smoothest dude around the edges right (laughs) like you're not the perfect picture golf pro you probably scare them a little bit yeah. You're you're intimidating person, but I think if they broke it down and you weren't there, I think it'd be a an amazing thing. So hopefully they take care of you during the fight. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, I, we'll you know what? Regardless, I, I I was teaching yesterday. I went to a club, and the kids were funny because they're like, Justin, please, they can't close the golf club courses down. I need we need to play golf. What are they going to do? They have you know a month off of school <laughs> yeah, or whatever. A month off of school, they got nothing to do. And uh, I, you know, there's uh, it's funny. A couple. I mean, a lot of golf courses are open for walking but not club wise so yeah i gotta find them and go over there and bring you know my students up there night golf we're Ooh, gonna take bring I love them back golf. we're gonna sneak on night golf huge we'll just sneak on the golf course play yeah bring some archery oh archery golf like yeah we that is one thing that sport we can probably make up only, a new sport during this time the only other person i know that's like probably a better arch i mean i actually don't know how good of an archer you are yeah i know it's you, you have a reputation so i'm assuming it's good enough um, good enough to kill things yeah but i i have a buddy who's like been way into it since we were little kids and um he's played archery golf yeah, yeah, yeah. before and I'm not gonna lie to you sounds sounds up my alley now there, that i own wait, a, now is, i own a bow there yeah. is archery golf it's archery yeah. golf yeah Jesus. oh you thought you just invented i just something? thought i invented something oh, i yeah, do that yeah. a lot yeah. i tell you what the cool part about archery is you can really do it anywhere i mean yeah, I mean, people do it in their house. They just go down the hallway and just shoot. I, I mean, feel, we're gonna do it in here. I feel like a, I, and shoot. I feel like if I opened up a target in my house or like in my yard and just started shooting arrows, <laughs> oh, I might start doing that. To be honest with you, that actually <laughs> might be a bad idea. Just put a little statement out there. Yeah, like hey, have you ever seen the movie The Other Guys with Will Ferrell and oh, yeah. Mark Wahlberg? No, where they convince Will Ferrell to do what they call a desk pop. They're police officers in yeah. like Brooklyn or something like that, and they come in. They're like, "Oh yeah, like you're new to the unit. Well, like, have you done a desk pop yet?" And they're like, "Well, what's a desk pop?" It's like, "Well, you let your gun go off in the desk." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, absolutely not. I will not participate in desk pop." And he's like, "Yeah." He's like the other guy. Like I forget his name, but he's like, "Yo, Randy, when when was your last desk pop?" And he's like, "Oh, it was the summer of '93." And they're like, oh, yeah, laughing. He's like, yes. Yeah, so and eventually they convince him to shoot, shoot his gun. Off. <laughs> they give him a wooden gun. So he had to, like, they, they instead of suspending him, he just had a wooden gun that he would just, like, hit people in the face with. Oh, man. Oh, but a funny. dust pop. That's what I'm always. That'll be, I'll be doing that in the neighborhood, just shooting arrows. I, I could see John being a trad guy, traditional bow, bow yeah. hunter. Like I a mean, real listen, long one? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, there's, there's, there's. Like the English longbowman. So, so let's fire. Since we're talking about archery, let's get into archery, right? So, like, there's obviously different classes. You, sir, have the compound, right? Yeah. Very simple. 
You got traditional. Explain the compound. Let's before so, we move on. So there, I mean, you could get scientific. Why, why don't you look it up real quick? Just get so there's there's a few different like long bows it, versus compounds. In short, it takes leverage from a couple different kinds of strings to amplify yeah, and, camps, yep. and amplify poundage. A, a smaller bow to get higher velocity out of it. Right? Uh, Yes, close enough. He's gonna he's gonna bring it up right I want to be the guys from like the medieval times with the longbow and they they put like a little fire at the end of the area and shoot that shit from yeah, that's pretty badass. Really far. Yeah. Hundreds of yards. So can you can you pull up the uh trad bow too? Mm-hmm. Or, or a longbow? Like so I have guys there's a guy, uh Jake Downs. I wanna use his name because he's a pretty cool ass bow hunter. He's a, he's going for the uh he does the super ten, what I'm going for in the traditional bow like he's killed a goat with a traditional is it weapon. is it hard to be accurate oh with the my traditional gosh bow? you can only get like to 20 yards like a long like a dude a longbow is like real deal like hard you you go shoot a longbow or any any trad bow at 20 yards you're good like to hit your computer screen decent compound you can hit it like with a, a, a quarter right i mean the chance i mean it's just such a different shot I could be a traditional bowman, uh, but it, it just reminds me like like you could you could get. <laughs> I just picture the when the White Walkers are fighting the Northmen in Game of Thrones, and they're all got those fur boots on, yeah. and they're running in like kilts and fur boots with their <laughs> battle axes. I honestly, in a few months, we might be there. I mean, it'll be hot out by then, so probably it nicks the uh, fur boots. But I could see you like. Ugh. Yeah, be, see, well, I think John's going to shoot the compound right, and mm-hmm. just not feel like it's that hard. And then because John's so big, because at thirty, no, no, at thirty, at thirty yards, it's, I mean, honestly, it's not crazy hard, right? But like, I'm shooting like when I was going out to Wyoming, I'm getting ready for 80, 90 yard shots. Then you got wind, then you got all that. You, stuff. So you got to play the wind. And oh, the you drop, got everything. You got arrow dude, drop, it's like everything hard like to do to shoot a target at ninety yards. Right? You're not going all the way out there and not hitting something. Yeah, I mean, you got to practice. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to Alaska, right? So I got to care. I'm going for caribou. So you're going to stalk a caribou for. Probably five. The to best 10 thing miles. about the caribou is the herds are like thousands. Yeah, just not 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 when I'm going. In, yeah, in you, can, you can't actually hunt them when yeah. they're groups like caribou. No, you actually can. You can hunt the migration for sure. Just you depends. can. Yeah, it just depends where you are in the country. Yeah. So where where um, are you going in Alaska? So it's called. Uh, I'm flying into Fairbanks, driving to Talk. Let's look then, up Talk. Yeah, look up Talk. It's pretty sick, and it's like a three or four hour uh, flight. Bush flight. Yeah, you bush flighting it. Yeah, dude. That'll be bad. That'll be the best part of the I flight, was, man. I was watching videos. Uh, Mole Max sent me um, our good buddy that we love to talk talk uh, about. T-O- T-O-K. T-O-K. Yeah, hit talk uh, air. Yeah, zoom out on the map. Let's see where this thing is. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, Alaska's I mean, big, man. Oh, it's massive, dude. It's in the northeast. Yeah, but Max sent me videos on seaplanes. And this one dude was taken off in like yeah, a, what looked that. like a river in Alaska. Look at that, dude. It's amazing. You have to zoom out so far to get a context. Yeah, so he's pretty much, he He looks like he's about. Almost a Yukon. It's like the northern mm, tip of the Rocky Mountains. Where's the scale? He looks like he's about 300, 300 miles from the Yukon. Yeah. Are you taking a gun? No, bow. No, but like a sidearm? Uh, we've been thinking about that. Man, Canada. How if are you, you not going to go to, I feel like Alaska's like. You need a you Grizzly need a Central. Yeah, you need, yeah, you we, need, we'll you need like, a, and like a hand cannon. Like yeah. a shotgun or, or some sort and of And I can rifle. only bring 50 pounds. So when we talk about a machete, it's like, oh man, I need to find something to. No, to, you, I think one of the, how many guys are you going with? Myself. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Just, just make an icicle solo. Jesus, yeah, you definitely need some sort. Like, you will come to uh, like they have cats, dog, you know, wolves. That cats. Let's be clear. <laughs> Let's be clear. They have mount, they have the mountain bears, lions. mountain lions. Yeah, bear, bears are the biggest ones. There's, yeah, some, there's some cats lurking around. Yeah. I saw the first time I saw a grizzly bear in Montana when we were hiking. The only time I saw a bear in Montana, even growing up there and hiking all the time. That thing was probably three to four hundred yards away, but it what a eerie feeling that was, knowing that that bear, if it wanted to, could close that. Oh, in no seconds, time. Dude, dude, it was so far away. He looked so tiny. He looked like a little gummy bear, just <laughs> off in the distance. <laughs> and that thing, and I just, I, I just want to pick you up, Mister Gummy Bear. We, we had guns and everything, but we did alter our course, or we made noise because when you see him, yep. you don't want to surprise him. So you got to make as much noise as you can, so they know that you're there. And I feel like if you're just acting like an idiot, they're like, nah, that's just an idiot. I'm not, I'm, there's no threat here. Well, I mean, honestly, the, the shots that I'm going to have up there are, are like, when I deer hunt, you're looking at 20, 30 max, like yards, like max, max, uh, you know, 20, 30 yards. But up there is 60, 70, like nothing. Right. And that's where, like, when you, when, for bow hunters, that's a big deal when you start to go open because you got to worry about range. You got to worry about where, where you're going to hit the animal. Uh, when I was out Wyoming, shoot, I missed one at 103, and I just under, I just misjudged that, and it just dropped under him. And I'll never forget the feeling of something shooting at 103 and trying to kill it, and be like, "Damn, I got to be pretty good." Yeah, because it's not. Yeah, I mean, a gun, shoot, I could drop them at 400 yards, but a bow yeah. is just a whole certain different guns you could drop them at much. Oh yeah, farther. So my buddy just went uh, odd at hunting out out west, Colorado, 1300 yards. What kind of what kind of caliber was he shooting? I don't remember. That's a big. That's but he big went out there. Ammo. He went out there for um, to learn how to shoot long distances, like go to a class, and then they took him out there, part of the class, to shoot uh, animals at thousand eleven hundred yards. So, so yeah, so I found this. You're going, I, in, you're going in August. Sorry, yeah. I found um, Ken and Carol Adams. <laughs> it looks like their blog from nineteen ninety. Or 2010. 2010. Dude, they're pioneers. 2010 Alaska trip. Yeah, look kind of cute. Alaska to Destruction Bay. Do you think they just got tired of all their friends like asking about Alaska? Like, dude, dude, let's just put a blog up. By the way, their blog's like three sentences. Yeah, this is. But a I mean, week, it's okay. It's a week. Oh, it's a week blog. Long. Carol, oh, there you go. Go, yeah. go to my website and no. check out my Alaska trip. Stop asking. Go uh, here. Ch- check out. Uh, check out where I'm going. It's uh, called Talk. Let me just get on Instagram. This guy's pretty good. Talk air service. So this guy's Zach. He uh, is a starter. Um, he started doing like orienteering, you know, skiing, all that stuff up there. Then right. hunters. Uh, you got to go to, uh, you got to go just Google. These that. bush pilots, though, they're nuts. Oh, they're, they're they, wild. They know, the one, they know their machines like yep. no other. And then yep. number two, they're there just insane there. risk. And then you got self-guided hunts underneath there. Check that super cub out, dude. That's unreal. It's a Squarespace website. Yeah. That's how you know they're real business. Yep. I'm going to start exploring. Start exploring. There you go. Species we hunt. So those, I mean, they, they hunt all of it up there. Now the grizzlies, you got to go uh, with a guide, and they're for um, residents only. But the moose, uh, I wanted to go on a moose hunt. He said I couldn't do it by myself, so caribou was moose, it. Moose are dangerous. Yeah. You, be very you see caribou. the size of those yeah. moose right there? No, no, moose are huge. So, yeah, so... You know, he he's the first guy that let me go up there solo, backpack style. You know, and 
We're going to, uh, I got to, I, actually, I looked at Garmin InReach. Those things are pretty cool. How if do you, you find a map out what you're, what so, you're doing? So you shoot the caribou because I'm very yeah. confident you will. Yeah. Um, how much meat are you going to try to pack out yourself? The whole thing. So they have laws up there that that you have to GPS where you kill your caribou. Then the game warden or they fly over where you kill it to make sure you take all of it out. And if you don't, your fine's up your ass. Why? Why? Because they don't want like. Yeah, people, they just want me to come up there and just take, they take don't the animal to for the attract they don't want trophy killing. Yeah, they, they just yeah. want tro- trophy killing, right? I mean, so you're, you're going to do it right. You're going to field dress it. Field dress it, take it out. Now, the only problem is there. So you see that guy up there, top right? Oh, that's velvet. So in August, caribou is going to be probably not migrating. So they're going to be kind of like, like the bulls are going to be by themselves. Yeah. And it's all velvet. So velvet is a tough, it's like basically skin for the. Before it gets hardened for antlers, when they so, get testosterone. Yeah, so you're not you're not going up there for a for a an antler headset. You're going up there just to, for the experience. Oh, and, the journey, and yeah, the, the meat, adventure, the meat, man. The that's meat crazy. Will be good, right? Oh yeah, caribou meat's gonna be unreal. Like I can't wait. Uh, it's a ten day hunt, and I hope I don't kill the first night because it's gonna be a long. You know, you could spend the next nine days observing. Yeah, and really. And, like, Really but but the thing is, is like I have all the meat now, right? So like, and b- before uh, you like, you just want to like sit there. You have the journey. So they're go gonna out. are they gonna drop you off in a bush plane? Yeah, and then for nine, ten days, you're up there alone. Yeah, how do you communicate back to the GPS world if you need something? That GPS inreach is pretty sick. Yeah, so, it's a nice so if device. you shoot if you shoot the caribou, yeah, could you pay and have them come pick it up? Yeah, pick up the meat, store it, and yeah. then you can continue exactly nine days in the yeah, bush. Yeah, because what's gonna happen is that meat's gonna get pretty bad. Yeah, I mean it'll August. last. It'll last himself. So, yeah, it's not for, that for cool. a little like it's like five hundred bucks. He'll he'll come and, and pick that up. I think I think by then the woo woo flu, <laughs> the big Roni well, will be not really a factor where he's gone. Yeah, well, yeah. one, it's not going to be a factor where he's going ever, right? Because there's no there's no contact with people. The only problem is you just got to get there. Yeah, I just got to get there. It's a it's a tough flight actually. You got to fly the fairbags, which is a couple couple flights and then you got to drive to talk and then that's about a four-hour drive then you take a four-hour plane if you get out and the weather's not terrible in august uh, and then you get out to go there i tell you what africa was was uh wasn't uh the easiest thing to go to fly into johannesburg yeah yeah south africa yeah did that twice that was cool yeah i'm a little weirded out i understand the african conservation right you've explained it to me before yeah, I mean, the, like the only I, thing I think that caught me off guard was I didn't realize that most of Africa, unless you're in like the Congo or somewhere real wild, yeah. is is sectioned off with fences and people own the property. There's not yeah. a whole lot of open game no. areas well, they can't. anymore. They can't. Why? Because people, the poachers will kill their animals. You have to fence them in. It's like property and over had, there. And you said like if, if if someone doesn't go in like their property or their hut. After a certain number of days, three days, three yeah. days, seventy-two hours. That's yep. amazing. It's uh, I, don't, I forgot the 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 statue he said, but it's like almost like, um, you watch like terrible tents that you're just like, why are people like living on this guy's property? And that's what he said. He, he was gone, and people just kind of, uh, I don't even know what he squat squatting or squatting, squatting. yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then all of a oh, sudden, Jesus. you know, they. Oh Jesus! They he just coughed. He just coughed. He just on the oh, on the podcast. Oh. We just we just had. Oh, this was cough. ground zero. I, 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 there's no water in here. It's called a super anything, spreader. So. I need to get some water in here. But uh, but anyways, yeah. So that was that was Africa. That was cool. Uh, all our meat got donated to schools and and the village that where we were at, which was pretty neat. 
Let's talk about your dad. Yeah, my dad. He's a badass, isn't he? Yeah, he's pretty cool. He came over for dinner when you were staying with us. Oh, yeah, that's right. He said like five things, but everything he said was very relevant and very important. Yeah. And he, he was just a, he was great. He was yeah, great. he likes to think about a lot of things and ask you questions and figure out why yeah. why you do what you do. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, he's a cool dude. He, he goes out on some hunting trips with me. You take him with you? He doesn't like Alaska, but. A lot of work for Alaska. What's his beef with Alaska? Uh, it's just the way I'm doing it. It's not great. You know, by myself solo for the first time. I mean, like I talked to the guy for a couple couple hours just to figure out what's the hardest thing you did by yourself, right? I mean, I was Wyoming. I was in all the states I traveled to. But, like, when you actually have to sit in an area for 10 days by yourself, can you do it? You know, that's, that's You're going to go part. through some amazing mental struggles. Man. Like, <laughs> yeah. seriously. I know. I hope I just find caribou so I can figure out how to do that every day. But, you know, just, just trying to figure out food, right? I only have 50 pounds. And then figure out fire and water, you know, and, and then just making sure I stay alive, you know, with the bears and everything out there. So you get a tent. The fuck are you going to stream Netflix out there? Yo, if yeah. He, if he dies, like, if he doesn't make them, be like, the week. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so you couldn't make it 10 days by you're himself. Gonna come back out and you're going to come back down. You're going to come back to the mainland. Yeah. And the people are going to be starting, like, my golf swing's not very good. Or yeah. start complaining about something. You just smack them upside yeah. the head. Dude, that's so cool, though. How cool is that? This that's is badass. Cool. Yeah. So that's that's going to be that's gonna be the next one. And then after that, we're going to Newfoundland for moose uh, next year. Uh, and then we're going to go to some big ones like sheep and goat. Those are h- tough hunts. You see those mountains right there? Those mountains are brutal to to hunt in with with a bow. Yeah. So, and they blend in so well. It's oh, hard yeah. to see them. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty cool. I'll tell you what. If it gets pretty, if it gets bad enough around here in the apocalypse, like I, I've seen a couple goats. I'm gonna shoot at. <laughs> are they inside the fences? <laughs> they, yeah, they, are they got little bells around <laughs> their neck. Well, I mean, we're all technically inside a fence. fence. <laughs> yeah. You're right about you that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Boy, this is going to be an interesting time. Yeah, my it? my aunt just texted me. My aunt Marianne, she's this shit. Um, she she's like the type of aunt that used to when we were kids. She would like show up to parties with like paste on temporary tattoos and get us all like decorated up in dinosaurs and stuff. <laughs> okay. Um, but she she sent me a picture just checking in with me. But she's it was like a professional like meme or whatever. But it was like your grandparents were called to war. You're being called to sit on your couch. You can do this. Yeah, seriously. And both my both. Like her parents, both my grand, like on my mom's side, like everybody fought. Like I was old enough to fight in World War Two, so like my family is very passionate about that. At least on that side, especially. Um, so I know when she sent that, she was like, "Yeah, these young pussies." They, they like I, a lot of my friends. You just saw them. They're like taking it not very seriously. They're going to the bars. They're they're going out to dinner still. And like, yeah, there's four of us in this podcast, but you and I pretty much are together every day. Mm. So like we're pretty much the same person, right? Yeah, we're pretty much one. We're, we're, we're also, one human being. Yeah, we're also not like hanging out with thirty people at a time or whatever. It's just like all you got to do is limit your social distance and contact. You have to stay home. Most companies are going to pay you to do nothing for thirty days. Mm. The other companies that have figured out like Zoom or other things like apps to set up remote working, you're going to work. But you know who we got to thank is Sam. Going on the front lines. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, besides thanking Sam, I want to talk about how, how fucking ridiculous it was. Like, Aaron Express, we have this huge 
huge like bar crawl for St. Patrick's Day in the city yeah. of Philadelphia, yeah. which the whole city shows up for ages yeah. 19 underage drinking all the way up to like you still get a couple idiots at 30 you got going. Usually you bow out after a few years of the day. We debauchery. got a couple of buddies that continue past. Yeah. So that was still a go. I knew a ton of people there. On Saturday night in Newtown were like they, I, Oh, they still did it? Oh, they still had her on Express. Oh yeah. Oh my god. On Saturday night in the local bar in like a town next to us, like where I grew up, apparently it was like and on St. Patrick's Day it's a big deal there, the Green Parrot. They were mobbed. Yeah. Like everybody was still out doing the thing. And I'm like, I'm I'm in the middle of the fence on the whole, uh, the big Rony. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, the big Rony. Did I'm, you see all the campuses with all the kids going crazy? Oh, yeah. The, like, before they closed the gym down, the only people in the gym were the kids home from school because everybody else had already left. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, I can phone it in, big Rony. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, I don't, I don't necessarily know that we need to shut everything down super aggressively but i do think it's up to you as an individual to not be an asshole <laughs> and be like spending your time with all or in a lot like you know what like so what you like 150 years ago not even we were used to dealing with 150 people in like our capacity your town and your yeah, bandwidth but that's all you could reach and that's all that they could reach now People yeah, but can reach thousands. Yeah, but that's kind of like what they talk about, like with the social situations being what they are, like outside of the big Rony virus, like the social pressures that we have, like on social media and everything like that is because people are now in contact with so many people that it's like that over contact, like human beings as like animals, like predatory animals are only supposed to be in groups like of like 150 people. You know that? Maybe we'll go back to the old way after this. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, I like the old way. Start closing down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, give me some old way. Give me some old way here. <laughs> can I get a side of the old way? No more commuting. No more. You know, people commute hours. Think how far they can carry things. Well, like the po- I was just like I, you know, I'm not the positive person ever, but like I was, I was thinking about like what are the positive implications of all of this? Like one, we're gonna find out real quick what jobs are meaningless. <laughs> like if you think That's it, like I get, true. I you know what I at. At, at my older older years, you know, thirty two years young, I stopped getting in arguments with people because they like always thought they like work real hard or their job's so important. And like, like sometimes I just hear people just run in their mouth. And I'm like, your job's not that hard, your life's not that hard. Like the what you're bitching about right now, I can't. I'm like literally gonna send you a bill for my time for me having to listen to you bitch and moan right now about this like meaningless thing. And I think that this like. As terrible as it sounds, like this whole big Rone virus is, um, it's going to humble us. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll bring, I mean, at least families. Holy shit, who's this? Yeah, hello. (laughs) Hey, hey. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think it'll bring like families and all closer. And then also just like, as long as you're washing your hands and taking care of yourselves, that's very important. And I think that maybe also that it brings people, you know, to take care of themselves, you know. To make sure that you follow up with doctors and make sure you have communication with people that you care about. You know, hopefully the positive. Have enough hand sanitizer. Yeah. Yeah. Or or saving. Here's here's another. We got about 10 pumps left. (laughs) Gotta start rationing. (laughs) Another positive that's going to come from this. And you see this like post Great Depression, like a lot of our grandparents like hoard money in 
in jars and shit in their pantry. Like, you're like, holy shit. My yeah, mom, what you got in this look, jar? Look next, you got like a gun next to a bunch of $100 bills. And she's like, oh, I forgot about that. Put that in the 80, 87. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like the hoarding the money. Like, so realistically, what's going to happen to at least, you know, our age demographic, the millennials, the beloved millennials that like allegedly don't save any money. Um, yeah, after what's, what's going to happen with the, the paychecks? Well, yeah, I mean, like the first round of oh. things is going to be terrible, but the long term, po- the long term positive of it, about it is in the future. A lot of the people that we know that are living aggressively paycheck to paycheck, because now I don't even think because there's eighty percent of Americans I think live paycheck to paycheck. So in my personal like clef- classification of that, there's the aggressive paycheck to paycheckers, okay. which are like yo yo. It's like Thursday at like nine a.m. They're like yo, Friday. Let's go out. The check's coming in. <laughs> I'm going to get that check. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, we get paid on Fridays. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then you have the people that are like just barely paycheck to paycheck where they have like that cushion of like 500 to $1,000. Maybe like they like one one blow the wind in the wrong direction and, you know, life turns up upside down. And I think, you know, five, ten years down the road from this, those people will be saving. I definitely think like when everything settles down, the people will analyze all of this and they'll look back and they'll be like, wow, that generation that previously was like not concerned with retirement at all are, we're now going to be hyper concerned about retirement. Yeah. I like that idea. You know what I'm saying? Cause like you're going to realize that you're threatened. Really good. Yeah. I think that, uh, you know, credit card debt is an all time high student loans, student loans, car debt, all time high. You know, you take people out of work for two, three weeks. They don't get paid. Things get weird. They overstock, over, overspend on some of this other stuff, you know, which they're telling us not to do, which I get it. But look, the bow was an important buy. Like, I don't I'm want to take any shit talking about your excited freaking bow. Bow, dude. The bow is smart because you know what? Now you can shoot some deers. Yeah. Not that it'll be hard in Pennsylvania because they are <laughs> everywhere come <laughs> dawn, many. you know, yeah. dusk and dawn. <laughs> the, yeah, they practically jump everywhere. in front of your car. So, yeah. um, but no, I, I think, you know, I think it's going to be a little bit of struggle here because this is going to last 30 days, maybe a little more of like, and if Americans listen and all they do is sit home, like your aunt's saying, if they sit home, they do their thing. They don't overly spread this thing. The hospitals can handle the few cases that come in. They can handle the ICU. But if they don't, then we got a problem. But either way. Spending is going to change because when those credit card bills come to pay and they can't do that and they can't buy food, you know, that's going to happen at like well, then you got, three then and you four. Got, then you got the mass of like what people will do. Well, that's the f- like that, if yeah, something goes over, right? Yeah. Like I, I think in the beginning of like this whole whatever we're talking about now, like the transition I was going into was like I'm not even concerned about the virus yeah, as yeah. much as like everybody else. Everybody is. It's it's truthfully the people. People will run out of money. They'll stop paying the credit card. They won't have prepared. They can't buy food, and then they're going to get desperate. And the federal government, to be honest, is too big to like bail out Joe Schmo down the street. Mm-hmm. That's what you go. And let's be honest. Let's talk about it because it's not going to be very much fun. You right? want to hear my predictions long term? Like yeah. how long term? How long term? I'll go six months. I'll go. What our economy will look like after this? Okay. So what what's ultimately going to happen here is that you have you have countries and this is purely like if you're an economist and you want to call bullshit on my yeah. theories. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I was about to say, are we MD? In no, the we, we can. We There's can, not many people that listen. Can, it's fine. We yeah. can fight about it, but actually, I know a thing or two about a thing or two about money. So, what is going to happen is you have companies like Boeing that are going to get hypersensitive to this whole situation. It's already happening. They they've yep. de- devalued over fifty percent in, in a matter of weeks. Yeah. So a company like that has 
thousands of employees worldwide, right? So, you know, one case, Lockheed Martin absorbs a company like that. But then you you already have redundancies in that company, so you're going to let people go. Yeah. High employment rate. Yeah, I think the merger and acquisition is going to spike for sure. So, for sure, lots of mergers and acquisitions. And what gets involved when there's mergers and acquisitions? Job the, cuts. The government. You know what I'm saying? A comp- if, if there are so many companies affected by this in such a negative way that maybe this time around the banks aren't the ones that need to get bailed out, but actual companies need to get bailed out in order to maintain their staff... The government will technically start owning part of it. Government, the, like the government will are cop, allegedly capitalistic, you know, democratic economy will, you know. What do you think is going to happen to the uh, ele- election? Well, Trump twenty twenty. Yeah, Trump, I, I'm pretty sure that first off, the you know, we haven't said what. Uh, uh, I was going to say what polit- a socialist party we are yet. But <laughs> should not. we should we do a disclaimer? By no way do do, do the no people of this it. podcast <laughs> share the the viewpoints of the, yeah. the after five business. Yeah, these yeah. are the individual viewpoints of the podcasters. <laughs> so, broadcasting. Yeah. So I think that <laughs> I, I think that the Democratic Party have put the two most uh, the the two most uncapable people of beating trump on the ticket you got an angry old man in sanders and you got biden who can't even remember what he day said. he doesn't even know what day it is and it's very apparent that that guy like you get him in a room in a stressful situation he's yeah. not gonna be able to handle it yeah. and i just think the american people are like oh crap i mean one, like, of, what are we gonna do? one of either one of them's going down from the big ronate virus you got ben, bernie sanders is at high risk he's got a heart condition he had he just had like multiple, so, yeah. sur- multiple yeah. surgeries that they somewhat covered up and didn't really say what was wrong. And then you got Biden, who, you know, he's old, man. Should have <laughs> been Tulsi. What? Dude, Tulsi is been still in the race. They won't let her in the debate. I think it's bullshit. Tulsi Gabbard's the probably the only candidate that could pull people from the, from the right, that are right center, that just don't disagree with some of Trump's tactics, which I can completely understand that. Tulsi had the the ability to do that, and they just pretty much shut her out of the process. And so it doesn't make any sense because if you listen to what she's saying, she does go on and on, and she has to say the same points because she has to get clickbait. But I think when you sit down and you listen to, like, she got on a couple podcasts and she spoke for hours and hours at a time, she really has an, a, a very specific viewpoint of what she's doing, but you may not agree with it, but I think it's a whole lot more planned out than these other guys. Like, you know, when Bernie Sanders asked to, just to to pay for his stuff he just he just pretty much says we'll figure it out well Well, there's no figuring it out man like yeah especially now especially the like countries do not change leadership in times of crisis and this crisis will go on they won't have presidential debates i think that the trump administration has was quick to close china i think they were slow to roll out how's the seriousness of this but today they said it's serious we're going to roll it out. We're going to fix this. Stand by. Just stay home for X number of days. And if people listen and actually cut the crap out about what side you're on, because half of America is, I'd say more than half, 80% of America is within so close of each other on most most opinions. I just, you know, you ask the question, what's going to happen with the election? I think that the election is either going to get postponed or that the election is going to be all virtual. And then that opens up to all sorts of problems. They're not going to have mass polling in September or November, whenever it is. No way. Unless they get it cut down quick. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think that they could they could create some sort of like typically the way we vote is like you go into the school and you vote inside the booth or like the firehouse or whatever. But like what if they could create like a module 
where you just like walk in like a porta potty. You walk, walk in, in, you, you do, look, it, you, walk, you leave. Sprays sanitizer when you walk out. Next person walks in, sprays sanitizer. The old person can't figure out how to get out of the booth. They get sprayed with sanitizer. Or, yeah. or you know what? We go old school. We start shooting arrows, and we see who's still standing. <laughs> a little little <laughs> duel. Yeah. I'm starting to practice. Do you think? Do you think Bernie Sanders could rack a gun? Yeah, I think so. Well, Biden thinks there's AR-14s. Did you see that video? I wanted wanted to touch on that just for our (laughs) listeners. We're talking about a video. And, like, I really, really didn't – like, I don't ever want this to turn into, like, a a political argument here on our platform. No, I'll shut this shit down. But I did see the video that Jonathan sent me about the gentleman, the union – he was a union guy who had the opportunity to ask Joe Biden a question directly to his face. And it was it was very, very organized question. It was a clear... It was almost as if he was set up. Set, yeah. It was yeah. a clear, and it was short, concise, and very clear what was being discussed. Yes. And Biden ran with it and said completely... Like he was like, no, what you're saying is completely false. But the way the question was asked, and we won't get into like the finer workings of it, it was surrounding firearms and whether or not they will take them. And the way the question was asked was pretty much a trap, and it, Joe Biden just did not answer it because he was just like, that's not what I said, but we're not going to talk about that. Let's go outside. And he literally like challenged yeah. this like much younger gentleman, oh, like, we'll dude. go outside. And I was like... Dude, this guy's a, like a like this guy will beat the socks off you. Like you have a security staff. Like you can say shit like <laughs> the that. Security security staff was nervous. Like what if like what if his secret service his detachment was just like, no, you know what? Go. Just step back. Be like, you sir, know- sir. As as an American, you just rein your mouth, and as an American, you just stand up for yourself in these <laughs> yeah. matters. We'll make sure you don't get killed. But good luck. Yeah, because <laughs> they get they get assigned to those. It's not like they choose. They get assigned. Uh, oh yeah, the secret service that gets assigned to those guys are usually the secret service guys assigned to them are like. Super, Marines, they're professionals. Let's infant, be honest. Army infantry, and then when they but leave the army, they leave the army. They go to work for the government, and it's like, do I become a cop or do I become a cop? Capital P, a cop. cop. The Rone. Yeah, fighting off the Rone virus. But you want to, you know, what's even more stupid about the big Rone virus? Those <laughs> big Rone virus over here. What the hell? We have Donald Trump standing next to Pence, next to all like all the dudes. Like, you want to talk about cross contamination? Nobody they're, gives a shit they're, about they're, it. They're running the country and they're standing next take, to each other. Take this. You're gonna want to take this very seriously because we're taking it really seriously. And we're doing a real good job because we're doing a good job. We're not doing as bad as those other guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's like you're listening to him talk about these fucking precautions, and you're like. Dude, you just, he just turns around and he's like, high five Pence. He's just like, yeah, I got him. We're taking care of this. And then that lady up in the front's like asking all the questions. He's just like, next question. Next question. He was next, trying to skip yeah. over her. Yeah, like Every time. <laughs> who no, who no, is she with? The, the, I don't know. Probably CNN. <laughs> she gets skipped every time. He just like, yeah. he sees her and he's just like, no, no, no. She's still in there. The, uh, it, it's, if they call like this a national emergency in a time of war against this virus, the, the vice president and the president should never be in the same room. Because if they both catch it, do you know who the president will become? Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House. Nah, there's too many guns got sold last week. <laughs> Dude, could you, you know imagine what I'm saying? if Nancy Pelosi is Speaker of the House, right? Is that Dude, third line? She, yeah. she, it's unfortunate that a, posi- a person that was capable of getting into such a position of influence is such a for lack of a better term, a twat. Because <laughs> I want to bring it back. I want to bring it back. 
She smiles with lipstick on her teeth the all whole, the time. The paper ripping thing. <laughs> oh my god! Like it's always just a show. Like I wish she was more. She I, shakes when she gets mad. She just shakes. She's like the. She's like my mom's mad. Shih Tzu that just like the the door gets left open a little bit and the wind blows in and he's like, oh my god, there's a ghost. Like he's shaking. He's, he's blind as he's blind as shit. But he's like, oh my god, there's a there's a disturbance in the force. Like I need to shake for no fucking reason. But she just like anybody that. I lose complete respect for anybody that is in a position of influence that completely shits on that. The respect of the position. You have to respect the position. Everybody has to respect the position. Like, you, you conduct can say that, yourself. You, you could say that Trump sometimes has not respected the presidency, and you'd probably be right. But I would say that in every form of government, you have to respect the position. I would say most people do. But mm. then when they don't, it becomes so apparent that they're just like, what are you doing? I feel I agree and disagree. I agree on like the initial cover of like the, the newspaper. Well, we're talking metaphorical newspaper. Like, yeah, Trump does maybe overstep the line. He like talks a little bit more shit or maybe jokes. It jokes don't really make sense. He's just making fun of people and the jokes like they don't get point. It's like not a funny joke or it's not yeah. clear. But at the end of the day, and like, I'm not like, I'm not flying a Trump flag from my house or anything, but at the end of the day, he truthfully thinks that what he is doing is good for the American. I agree with the, that. Um, the no, American with it, boots on the hardworking American. Someone, and I'm not just going to single out Nancy Pelosi. I'll make a more general statement in, that includes her. Someone like her is selfish. She, the way she reacts and the drama behind what she's doing, like argue with the results or not, but like Trump has argued his points or negotiated in situations that got results that someone like Nancy Pelosi would not be able to get because she's like, it's coming in and stomping her feet and making scowls. Like, I'm going to look, I'm going to look at him. Like I hate him. Like what do you remember when Andrew said that we're not going to get in a political argument? Dude lights me up. No, it's more of a, it's it's not a political, it's not a political thing. It's like an American thing. It's like, we all need to step up now and, and like serve our, we have to come together as a country, just like we did after nine 11, just like we did after major tragedies. We have to come together. We have to all act unified. There's no more bipartisan. You, I think you, are actually seeing that on both sides of the thing i hope Besides, that's what's happened that's be, what i'm because saying if is it like, doesn't happen we are going to go into the great depression number two number two and we're going to be standing out there looking for bread which is not good for you so if you you know if you're trying to carb load and stuff you can't yeah you know, <laughs> cut carbs out you're just like no nah, i'm not in the bread line i'm over here in the meat line i'm in the andrew line yeah probably I'm the andrew I'm justin line probably gonna go to the carnivore diet yeah he's pretty yeah. soon i'm not mad about it no rogan did it he liked it yeah, there's a Brendan Schaub's doing it now too. Yep. Retired UFC fighter. Can you eat other things like vegetables and fruits when you do no. it? No. You can only eat meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if That's you do it, it right, it's red. <laughs> We're laughing. No, like, no, not like my body's egg. taking a lot of vegetables lately anyway, but I feel like I would need <laughs> something. You did you got avocado in your burrito at lunch. I did. Yeah, that was that good. A, it's a plus, dude. Yeah, how we uh, how we cook it on the uh on the old gym. Routine. No, he goes he goes he goes uh Light on the rice, <laughs> double meat. Uh, no, I was ready. That was, was good. A good, that was good decision. Good, good decision. But the, the Chipotle protocol. Oh, dude, was we walked intense. in Chipotle. First off, <laughs> we walked in and one of the doors was locked. Oh, this is weird. Fuck? I pulled the door and I almost pulled my arm out. All right, let's rewind back. We pull into Chipotle. This is the first time in in years that we got a parking spot because the Chipotle in Doylestown is a shit show. There ain't a parking spot for days. You have to park across in the bank, the apartment building, walk in. So you get in, the door's locked. It won't open. It's like, okay, so I open the other door, 
And there's this lady over in the corner, and she's like, oh, hold on. You must take hand sanitizer. So we take the hand sanitizer, right? Like, we're taking the hand sanitizer. Everyone's taking And then you get in the line, right? And, and then like, you, you realize nobody was eating in the restaurant. Yeah, and then we get to the thing. They're like, oh, by the way, it's to go. Like, okay, like, I get it. It's to go. But I did watch that guy just put on that glove by biting it with his hand and touching it the outside of the glove. You don't touch the outside of the glove with your ungloved hand, right? Cross-contamination that guy, is what we that call guy, that in the yeah. industry. Am I correct, Sam? Cross-contamination. Cross that, that guy had both gloves in his hand like that. He put the one on. He's like blowing in the, he's blowing in the other one. He puts the other one on. And they wonder it. why they have E. coli up in that bitch all the time. Uh, yeah, I think the joke is. I think the joke is. I think we're more worried about the, not the Rone. Like we're about the E. coli the Ted coli, over here. Yeah, just, coli Ted's like just. That's funny. Get a double whammy. Yeah. And then they got the door first on the way out, so we didn't have to touch the door. Can I get some double meat and some E. coli inside a big Rone? I bet if you look back. People are getting sick from like, how about all those people in, uh, well, I don't know what country that was, South Korea, where everyone got sick from the one church? Mm. What were they doing in the church? You forgot the last part of the trip, though. They, they were they were ma- they were were minimizing the number of people that could be oh, in they there. were. Yeah, we went out. She goes, oh, yeah, you guys can come in. She they, like, like waved, waved a family in. in from a car like they were being smuggled over the south border. <laughs> <laughs> she like flicked the flashlight twice, waved them in. God. It's like sing, signal for two for go, one for no. <laughs> so society's going to change. It's going to it's going to get interesting it's for sure. And you're going to and we're going to be here the whole time. We're going to try to broadcast every day. We yeah, we also stopped to, to pick up uh, some some documents from a financial institution, a title office and that we do business with and they they put our documents out on the step for us. Yeah, they they were like we're going to put it outside all the employees you inside. Can't, you can't come in. So, you know, th- that's fine by me. I get that. But he did come out and he like he came very close to me. Yeah, not six feet though. No, no. He maintained a twelve fine. foot, twelve foot thing. Yeah, but getting back, we're not gonna we're not gonna forget Justin's Justin's question. We were actually gonna do like a, a recap of Jonathan's fitness and like a fifteen minute short thing. If you wanted Ooh, to, like we'll, stick around, we'll stick around. We'll stick no. We'll stick around yeah. and do that. We'll do that after real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because right, cool. we just want to do Jonathan Jonathan's fitness check ins. Yeah, yeah, they're gone. Well, you know what? Now we're already talking <laughs> about it. Now it's like the cat's out of the bag. We're also talking right, about we're now. Talk Fuck about it. it. We just blew that up. They'll just have to listen to the whole episode to get there. But uh, I would say that for me, getting up at five a.m. has been the hardest for sure challenge. Like I'm trying to get up at five. Five is the number I want to get up. Today was the first time I woke up at five without an alarm. What's five? Why five? Because I think it gave me enough time to go to the gym and do my thing mm. and still get to work in the construction industry around 7.30. All right. So what are you doing for working out now that you can't go to the gym? Not like you were going to the gym before. So yesterday on Sunday. So Saturday I went and walked with my friend around a lake. And then yesterday I went for a run, a three-mile loop around my house. And I live in very back road countries. Mm. Back country roads. Back yeah. country roads. Road. By the way, you do sprints up and down that hill right by <laughs> by your place, dude. You will fry. No, so what I did. Let's talk about no, the run. No, okay, so the run. Clearly, I've known how to work out in the past. I know about interval training. You're a human being. You, sh- you know how to move. I know how to move. I started off. Walk for a while. Justin is just holding back laughter. No, no, just, no, no. He no, understands. No. I like it. No, no. Remember that day we went to we out, we out on bike ride, dude. I dude, that was you. that was great. Wait, you got it. a you got a bicycle? No, I don't. I used uh, Lauren's. He used my I, wife's yeah, bike. Lauren's. 
And like he's yeah, Justin's great. not very tall, but he's definitely packing some power in there. Yeah, it's fine. Nice. Yeah, yeah, he's dense. I, th- I think that might have been the peak of my exercising because yeah. I was in fucking great shape. Yeah, you're actually pretty. Decent. All right, so back to the run. Yeah. So all right, so started off warmed up, and then I started doing like intervals, and I felt like I was running probably like a a ten minute pace, mm. and I was like, dude, I ain't gonna be able to run away from zombies at this pace. It ain't gonna work. So then I stepped it up. I tried to go like a an eight minute pace. Mm. And every time until I got to my heart exploding, <laughs> then I would just stop and walk. And then when I got back to kicking myself and I started listening to some more heavy metal music and really like start ramping me up, start getting jazzed up, start running, started going. I got done dead. But it was good. I could probably do that every day. It's like almost like a hit running, right? It was good. It was like a hit workout. Yeah. No, it was it was definitely definitely tried the intervals, definitely tried to do it up the hills. So when I got to the hill, I'd sprint up it. And but the problem for me is I gotta get the heart. The heart is not fully healthy enough to do all that. <laughs> right. I definitely felt like it was gonna come out of my body. Yeah, I could argue that that you did I don't too much isn't the word. I'm a big dude to be running on my body. <laughs> yeah. But like I'm, I'm not get, I'm gonna get a stress I'm, fracture. I'm or something definitely in my foot. not happy about the running. But you know what? I have to do it because <laughs> It's just I gotta cut down. I gotta get. I gotta get lean. I gotta get back to where working out is fun again, and I'll get there. I'm almost. I feel like I'm. It's almost already fun, dude. It's a process. It's you, a process. You never get there. So, so what I would. So like, I would say out of my first ranked week, I'd give myself a C minus. It was pretty. It was pretty terrible. Okay, but I'm so, hard on myself. So you would give yourself a seven out of ten for last week. Yeah, I would not give you a seven out of ten. Oh, well, I thought the scale was A B C F. <laughs> yeah, but a two out of five. You go to four. How many di- how many days did you all right, let's let's do a rubric all here. Right. All right. How many days did you wake up on time? One. That's honest. Okay. How okay. many no, days no, no, that's not true. That's not what you're I woke up twice. One day I fell asleep on accident and I woke up at seven. That was my second question. <laughs> that was my second question. All right, so I woke up twice on time. How many of those times did you fall back asleep? One time. One time. So you're f- you're one out of seven? Or two out of seven and fifty fifty on the two. Yeah. That's seven out of ten. I worked out I worked out three. I worked out three out of seven. I tell you, like, I, okay. I think it's I think it's funny because like when I go like so my hunting schedule, I started August fifteenth. I hunted till about January twentieth. And there was I don't think morning and night I was almost straight for about sixty some days. Whether it's morning or night. Off off hunting. the dick? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you mean? So by straight, what do you mean? No, no, straight. Like I never took a day off. Oh, okay, I mean it was yeah. like up at four o'clock in the woods before work, then work, then go back in the woods if I had to. Mm. I hunted this deer for seventy-two days. I hunted him every day, seventy-two days. When I was in when I was in the state of Pennsylvania, I killed him on the seventy-second. No, sixty. I, it, I shot him the sixty-fifth, but it took me seven days. Is this to Frank? Frank the deer? No, I wish it was Frank. Is this, but, is this the guy that we fed? <laughs> no, I wish it was. No, but um, but I, I look at I look at whatever you do, right? Gym, hunt, you like to work. I love to teach golf. I mean, I start working at five thirty. There's not a day that I even think about sleeping in. No, not you're even you're a day. Not, you're not. I love, not it. I love it. And when I when I wake up at three thirty four, I'm ready to go, and no one can touch. me. I want to get there, and that's I've, that's what you got to do. I've been once there. you get I'll, over, get yeah, yeah. Once you get over that hump, dude, I love it. Like I can't wait. Like obviously now I'm, I'm I'm growing some different things in my business and I don't go to sleep I just get so jacked up to do it. You have to. Re- I'll give you one advice for someone who. Okay, so like I would say this little comes with a little precedence or 
a caveat, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I don't even know what that word means. Right. It, it comes with conditions, what I'm going to say. I'm prefacing what I'm going to say. Um, you have to sleep. Yeah. You got to make sure you're on a routine enough that you sleep a certain amount. You have to at least sleep three to four hours a night. Yeah, that's right? easy to do. You could probably function on like well, four but, or five you know, hours Honestly, a night. I don't have a family. It's all it's kind of sad. <laughs> so, I get it. That, no, that, but, but, that, that but does help, the, the I would say that getting back into that old, like I can go and be super motivated, like going hardcore, like don't get my way kind of work for probably like five hours out of the day. And then the other times I got to rest and then redo it again. I got to get back to where it's like 12 hours a day, hardcore, go, yeah. go, 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 like you're at. Yeah. It just takes, for me, it's just going to take some time, but I'm, I'm getting there. I tell you though, if you, if you change your diet, like I changed my diet a little bit. Yeah. And I work out, whatever. And in this last about month and a half, production so much greater. No, no, I would no. say it's ninety percent diet. Yeah, ninety yeah, percent easy. Agree. I would agree. Absolutely. Chipotle, I not not that. so good. Well, no, no. I mean, just just mm. a different, like no pizza, no burgers, no Start beer. Small. You know what chip, I mean? Chip away small. I, I just I, I did some did some just healthy stuff. I I do uh, egg bowl in the morning I'm from gonna, Wawa. We're gonna have to egg yeah. white bowl. There's probably not just gonna be much more Wawa left. No, right? probably not. Well, I was pretty much going to shut down operations. I don't know. I, one would argue that they're an essential, essential business, but they're probably going to shut. So, I think one thing's going to actually come out of this that's going to be really good is you're talking about changes to the world. Is people are going to start cooking again and eating natural food that they're going to at least at least it's natural enough to where they're going to put the things together to eat instead of having someone else do it behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I want to talk about. Well, you didn't actually take the bite on me like talking about that, and you just kind of just sat there. So, I, yeah, I would like to know what Sean talk about. Well, I mean, I I agree about that, right, but I don't talk cook, about? so I got nothing to offer you. All right, let's and go. And then I also agree. So I just I just got I just posted a picture of this social distancing and podcasting, and they uh, everyone's like staying at home is or staying at home is social distancing, not three people in a room. You want to hear even something? Oh, you want to hear something? You <laughs> said that. You want to hear something like better, that. people? Oh, I'll, I'll lay the hammer down even harder than that. We're supposed to keep six feet away from each other. These cords for our microphones are only five feet long. Oh, <laughs> uh-oh, tough. We are fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might catch some flack on this. We don't always tell them. It's for the people. It must be done. For the, yeah, yeah, we represent a essential personnel. We're part of the media world. We, we do. We will. We have closed down outside people, other than like a couple of interactions. With oh yeah, and right. Let's just so let's, let's let's just say we are being honest. We made up rules. If you would like to know our rules, uh, rules. Here's the rules of engagement. I love limited, rules. not limited to said rules. Not li- yeah, not including and thirty days. If you've been out of the country in thirty days, you can kiss off. Yeah, right. You're not getting on the podcast. If you've been out go of the away. Thirty days gone. Gone. Sam, you have, Sam's raising her hand. Yeah, if you have any, <laughs> if you have any symptoms of sickness, if you sneeze, if you're sniffling, if you're a little red in the face, we're putting you in the trunk. Fuck off. Yeah, I've okay. never felt. I actually never felt any healthier. Than you now. actually look. You look unbelievably healthy yeah, right now. I feel great. You look great. You probably have the coronavirus, but yeah. you look great. What's our What's our third, third and one? final rule currently? No new friends. And what does that mean? There's no meeting people. There's no bringing people into the circle. We have our circles set up. No more friends. If you're a guest on our podcast from here on forth, know that I'm going to dig into you. I'm going to know if you've left this country. I'm going to know if your sister-in-law left this country. I'm going to know who's <laughs> sick. If you show up here to record a podcast and you get you show up sniffling, I'm putting you right in the trunk. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to make sure you don't spread it to anybody else. As far as us as people, 
because the elderly, the old peoples, the baby boomers that are 65 and older, they cannot work. It is our time to pick up their slack. Let them stay home and try to figure out Netflix and Amazon. <laughs> That'll be hard enough for them. Let's put the work in now. Let's put the work in. So we have to, this is our actions. We have to continue pushing. Let's talk about some more actions here. Well, I'm going to talk about what you're going to do because you keep trying to avoid the conversation. Me and Justin are trying to lock you in. <laughs> lock you in. What, what's your physical <laughs> fitness plan for this week? What's your sleep plan Ooh, for this I like week? That what's idea. your All right, I'm ready your for this. structure? I, I, I'm born for this. I've been ready for this for uh, about 10 minutes. You know what <laughs> You know what I would like to see happen for this week? We're going to set I, – I feel like as – Are you guys members at the same gym or no? The gym of the streets, all the gyms yeah, are closed. Yeah, all the gyms no are closed. Gyms. No, no, no. I, I yeah. just, I just no. In general, uh, we're contemplating it. We're, okay. we're trying to figure out the, we're the going, logistics of that. It going sounds in really on complicated. It really just kind of sounds stupid. Yeah, but we're yeah. we're thinking about maybe going in on a family plan. The fact that <laughs> he goes to a gym kind of like your gym, like a little more hardcore. Yeah. You can actually like pick up the weights and drop them and then go and yeah. do like weird grunting noises. Yeah, I My need gym. I need the swimming pool. Do you like the bands? Do you like the bands? I like resistant bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm nice. good with that. I'm yeah, down with that. I want to get to a CrossFit gym and like just have someone like to, to tell me to push a box across the well, street. Well, I mean, listen. At the end of the day, you do 50 burpees for a time this week, and then you figure out a I'm, month and a half from yeah, now but you do 50 burpees. Can I guarantee you? you oh, get I know. Better. I'm no, gonna 100%. get Justin. I'm gonna Maybe get Justin. Burpees. Hundred burpees is pretty good. Sam's got some big guns too, so yeah. we'll talk. We'll talk fitness. Hundred. Hey, do, here's the deal. There's your workout. Hundred burpees. Uh, that's Dude. too much. That's burpees too much. Suck. And that's, what die. he's doing already is too much. And here's why it's too much. And I'm not saying it's too much. Like what you're trying to do is too much. I'm saying you running not a good idea for your body. Your body hasn't done anything in a real long yeah, time. Yeah, but I know. And running is really, really damaging if you're not good at it. Yeah. Especially someone of your like. You're not even. Even though maybe you're a little extra. A little extra thick. You're already a big dude without the yeah, thickness. Yeah, but the form when you run and holding it together and mm. keeping it tight when you run is important. If I run and I lose form and I start jiggling around, can't run. That's how shit happens. But if you can stay tight and run, you know what I'm talking about. Any runner knows what I'm talking about. If you can stay tight and run, which I can, if you keep the shoulders back, the chest up, keep tight, right? That's good. Absolutely. I agree with that because I, I, Sam's I mean, a runner. Ago, Sam's I'm a runner. runner. I love to run, but I do like what the interval running i don't yeah. i'm not like a marathon runner I, i'm an interval runner what's that so what's you run that? for you run for exercise you don't compete no no, no. What, with I, uh with her puppy too was, yeah was I, run, I have a black lab so i actually have a belt that hooks to me that he hooks to me and will run i mean he's older now so what's, I can, what's I that run what's the uh, cork creek or something where you go up and down i the go hills? to cork creek yeah at cork creek i go to cork creek nice. park and it's nice because um if you actually uh, I have a well from previous. Now I run on concrete, but when I started, I wouldn't right. just because I was heavier and it was just hard on my one knee. I had surgery on it when I was the, the difference between but concrete and asphalt is actually pretty outstanding too. It is, but I I actually love running in the woods. So I will run on the ground and in the woods at the park. You should on, absolutely not run on pavement. <laughs> it yeah. shouldn't. It's, For me, yeah. Well, because the pavement and all doesn't absorb the shock from the run, whereas the ground when you're running it helps take the shock from your knees so how many miles a month would you say you run a month uh, well i've been kind of lazy recently but honestly i was probably at about five to seven a month uh, uh a, probably a day a day okay 210 miles a month i never did it on like a month thing I'd always you run a lot daily. you're a runner yeah i'm like that i'm i'm up i'm up in the no, I think I think out of anything, but there's a difference I, between road yeah. and freaking. No, no, yeah. On the, on oh, yeah, but but what we're oh. talking about here is what Jonathan's going to do. No, there's week. multifaceted yeah. exercise. Okay, 
running for me, I can do running because I can get in the zone. I can start getting angry. I pull the dad anger out, and I can just start running. And I can you just run picture for, yourself saving the kids dude, and stuff I can from run scenarios so that would never happen. Yeah, dude, I can run so good. The the uh, the the workouts that like Justin does, which is like heavy lifting, heavy reps. That like that'll keep the the engine burning, right? I got to keep the engine burning. So what am I going to do this week? Here's what I'm going to do. Okay, I professed I, I professed it last week on the podcast, and I, I gave myself a very high rating, even though it kind of sucked because I'm I'm motivated. And I know I can do it. I was gonna kind of kind of try and take the pressure off of you, no, and give no. you give you like checkpoints of what no. I think you should be able to achieve in a week because I'll set the bar, and then if you don't meet my bar, then no, fucking I got the bar. I'm gonna set my own bar. I, had to I set think my you're, bar. but see the problem with goal setting is if you set the bar too high, you just don't hit it. I ran Sunday. I did not work out today because my body was still a little sore. I'm running tomorrow morning, hands down, getting up and running. I'll post that. If you want to watch it. What, what, what time? Because I'll come over and run with you. 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Okay. 5 a.m. time, I take my morning shit, 5.15. <laughs> okay? And if Tuna, my dog, gives me a hard time, 5.20. But by 5.30, I'm for sure out the door. So 5.30, I'm I'm at your... your uh, but can I can I come to your door? I can't know. come inside. No, you no, have to stay yeah, out in the car because if his we're wife gonna have out. a problem, and I don't disagree with my wife's concern. <laughs> we don't know where you've been. You're scratching your nose. Now yeah. you're touching your leg. You you're you're yeah. He's less than six feet away from you. You're He's less than six feet. I'm starting to sweat. I get it. No, five thirty. I'm right. You do not want to run with me. I don't want to run with anybody yet because <laughs> I am. I don't want to like be like you're gonna be like. It's basically like when we went bike riding, yeah. and I was like dancing around you on the bike, and you were like, oh, "This is so hard." I think this is what um the program right, that I would set like it to up. see. I think you should run a half a mile. Okay. Or like do your warm up, your your dynamic stretch. Don't cold stretch. Like do your little warm up, yep. couple jumping jacks. Like walk for a little ways. Yep. Get the blood flowing because it's early in the morning. You just woke up. Yep. Then when you're ready to actually start working out. Post warm up, you do your quarter mile, your half mile, whichever you prefer, and every time you stop, push ups. Stop running. Stop running. So you stop at a quarter mile, push ups. Yeah, I need walk. a better. I need a better place to run though, because I do it on a road. I'll just I'll just be on roadkill. No, nobody's gonna be around tomorrow. Dude, the whole world's phoning it in. <laughs> I, I really think this whole world. I think the whole thing is made up because people want a vacation. I'm not so sure that that's not true. People are taking this opportunity just to like pack it in and be lazy at home and just say fuck it. Somebody's it. behind. Somebody's behind this, don't you think? Yeah, this I seems weird. This this seems this seems like it's Illuminati. I mean, pretty much in three days, the government's shut down everything and controlling everything we're doing. Give it another week. The, liquor, it, the liquor store. Come on. They controlled <laughs> the liquor store. They shut that shit down. That was like the one thing that people hoped for. Was the, was the beer and alcohol? What do you think is going to happen when people can't get that stuff in a couple of weeks? I don't know. It depends on how much they'll pay for it. Someone's got it somewhere. You know, do you think anybody stockpiled liquor? Oh, there's got to be companies yeah. that stockpile Lee does. for sure. <laughs> My buddy Lee. Uh, who's What's Lee's last name? Uh, I can't tell you. Is he Chinese? I can't we got, tell you. We got six. <laughs> We got six. I uh, got six handles of Tito's. That's not enough. We're talking that's about hundreds. Enough. That's, that's enough. No, we're for talking us. about. We're talking about just resell it. Oh. Oh. If they keep oh. it closed, th- no, no, no. Yeah. no c- come on, come on. Let's be honest. They will figure out how to open up the liquor store with like a drive-through, and that will change the world forever. You don't have to get your fucking car. You just. I'll take a, a thing of vodka. They bring it to you. They sanitize it off. They hand it to you because 
in a week when they can't get liquor and beer, there's going to be a lot of people that are dependent on that shit. They're going to go crazy. You know what I think would be a, a great not I mean we don't have to end this cuz I, I just want this party to keep going cuz Justin's here and I just yeah. want to be I just want to be close. Well, I want to shoot I want to shoot your bow soon. I want to be close to you. Um I really would I would really hope that people take some time cuz everybody's freaking out. I saw an article earlier about like all these mental health issues that are springing up or cases rather that are springing up surrounding like the pressure of the virus. Cause now people are like actually going to have to start surviving again, as opposed to living this like cushy lifestyle. And I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, well, all these people, like everybody's like, now we see all these conditions that people had, but now it's virus is bringing it out. And I'm like, the virus isn't bringing out any conditions. It's bringing out the human condition. It's called survival. It's what we're good at. We're good at this. We'll get back to it. We're like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I like what, like, I, I really don't, I guess I just don't, I, I don't know. I don't know why, but I just don't, I don't relate to this whole situation like anybody else seems to, because in my opinion, like so much shit has happened to us as human beings on this speck of dust flying around the sun Yeah, that like this in the blip of the mat, like, although it should be taken seriously and I'm not saying to blow it off or anything, but like the the level of up in arms that people are in, it's like, like, are you kidding? Like, you know what it is? Like, are you kidding me? We've never li- lived a more comfortable part, like comfortable time. Like, think about it. Yeah, if you I'm, look at any time in history, we literally true. can wake up and not have fear for anything. We don't fear for food because the government will get it to us. We don't have fear for money because there's a job out there somewhere. There's no fear in people. And so everyone just kind of got complacent, right? Yeah, but I made that joke the other day about everybody sitting at home and being pieces of shit and watching Netflix for 30 days. You get lit up. But that's actually going to happen. But I guess you have to understand and come down to our sheep and there are sheep dogs to protect the sheep dogs. The sheep dogs that the coronavirus. No, there's sheep sheep and sheep dogs. You're a sheep dog. Clearly, you're a sheep dog. There's survival of the fittest. Not everybody can survive. You think think, think most of the people I know um, would know how to start a fire? Even if you gave them a flint, <laughs> they could never do it. Do you think most people I know could go down to the creek and, like, figure out how to boil water and drink it? No, they're just going to be standing at home, like, panicking. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the ski trip is kind of under threat right now. We were talking about going on a ski trip. One, it's under threat because you haven't been working out. So, you might not be going on a Relax. ski trip. Relax. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> The second thing is we might actually be we might not be able to go on the ski trip. We'll find out a ski trip. Do at that point in life, if we've gone a year and they haven't opened up ski hills, we'll figure out how to go to the ski hill. But what I would like because we've been doing a couple of things of like some interactive things and getting a lot of like we we put, started posting up like was Jonathan successful at the gym this morning? Yes or no? And we were getting votes of like oh, over. Dude, 100. they had a lot of faith in me. We got like a hundred and nine votes said yes. Yeah, there's no way. They're like, okay, so like in the first like forty five minutes of the the thing being up, like sixty people said yes and three people said no. The three people were my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to my I got to my mom's house to pick up Knox, my dog, and um she was like, I don't know about your buddy, he doesn't got it. He doesn't got it. and I was like, Leave Jonathan alone. My mom like there's an inner struggle. The struggle will be she's, over soon. She's one of our only subscribers, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is that, like, it would be cool to kind of see if we could get some interaction on something like, um, like books or something. Like, I don't, I don't have an idea yet per se, but like, if we could get some, because no, everybody's going to be at home. If we could get some interaction across, like, the Instagram stories, like, 
maybe do like I don't know something like like I want to see people. I basically my goal for whatever well, we do we is to, to see. Let's see, teach everyone a skill every day or I, like every every couple of days. Yeah, I want to just see people. I want people to share with us that they're being productive pieces of shit as opposed to not productive pieces of shit. Like build something for your house. Fix that thing that you're supposed to fix in the house. That 3,000 piece Lego set that's been sitting in your closet. Build with the, that. With the double manual book. Build that thing, Lawrence. Okay. <laughs> All right. You can, uh, yeah. Or, or do the, you, if you are at home and your job doesn't require you to go to work, you should have no honeydew list left. Yeah, your you house- should be so far ahead of the honeydew list that your your significant others like, damn son, that's what I'm talking about. What are you What are you guys gonna do? What are your survival? I don't think Justin she, actually. Gotta work. Justin doesn't actually think there's anything going on. Hey, to be honest I don't with really you. care. It's not a big deal to me. Yeah, I <laughs> dude, up top. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, I mean, like, every, I mean, in, in, in all in all sincerity, we do have to be careful about the old people. But he's Absolutely. but he's taking it, it the same way I'm taking it, where it's like, look, another bad day in paradise. Things are still really fucking good. People find you like on YouTube and Instagram. So Insta, Stag Stalker, Facebook, Stag Stalker. I started on Facebook, but I'm starting to push all my stuff on YouTube. Season one's up there on YouTube, Stag Stalker. I have season, or season one is on uh, YouTube. Season two and three is just getting going. Mm. I got about, now it's nice because I got nothing to do. So so it's, got, at, it's at Stag Stalker at on Stag YouTube. Stalker. Yep. Season three is going to be badass. Got some Africa 2.0. It's going to be sick. My dad got six kills. Uh, I got two... Two bow kills, um, you know, just a lot of, a lot of stalking. How many kills did you get with your hands? None. Uh, those animals are crazy over there, man. Yeah. Those, so those, those warthogs are nuts. Instagram too is stag stalker. Yeah. Everything stag stalker. Yeah, I will Easy. say I've seen a little bit of the YouTube footage. I've watched all the YouTube footage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's excellent quality. I must salute nice. you for being a, for being a one man show. It's really, I mean, I have dabbled in the drones and the camera, like very, very very little of a photographer yeah. so i know what what level of production probably went into those videos like i definitely encourage i've encouraged a bunch of people to appreciate it to, to watch it um it's i had a, a buddy a buddy mike who i trained with um knows aj and bob and it was like when i went in there and i'm like oh yeah mike mendito and mm. you know, just and they're like hello from these two guys <laughs> <laughs> so we're uh this is week three yeah episode seven of the after five podcast thank you for joining us this was justin and sam jonathan and andrew if you want to find us online it's the after five podcast.com or after five podcast.com we're also currently only on instagram and the youtube you can find us at the after five life